From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, inmate 14372 has been arrested, Sam Bankman freed And we have a lot of news about that coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. You know what we're talking about today. You know what we're talking about today. It is the arrest of SBF, Sam bankrupt fraud inmates 14372 okay to be perfectly honest i don't know if brad sherman during the house financial services committee called him inmate 14372 or inmate 372 regardless brad sherman was on a tear and i'm not supposed to be happy about brad sherman i guess we aren't if we're advocates for anything crypto or digital or web3 or technology brad is pretty much just a harumph kind of guy but he, he was hilarious, man. He also called SBF a snake in the crypto Garden of Eden. And crypto has a lot of snakes in this garden. And he was he was trying to prove his point of his warnings for the past five years of saying that you got to do something, you got to do something. And well, looks as though Brad Sherman's going to be eating his cake right now. A couple of things I want to go into before we get into the crypto prices. We just heard about the CPI, the inflation rate here in the United States year over year, 7.1% for November. And that is a little lower than expected. We were expected about a half a percent higher, which means we're probably only going to see about 50 basis point raise in rates. So that is good. We have green markets across the board right now. We also have Coinbase stock rebounding from its all-time low. Its price is at $42.03, but its all-time low price was just a little bit ago, a couple hours ago, at $39.65. Okay, so we didn't bounce back that much. It's not looking good for Coinbase and exchanges in general. There's a lot of pressure on them right now because of FTX and Sam Bankman fraud. He just put a lot of, I guess, focus on them, and people are kind of getting a little nervous. And as I tweeted a little bit ago, I was holding off on this podcast because I wanted to see what the criminal indictment was for Sam Bankman-Fried. They said they were going to release it this morning. They did about an hour ago. And they said to be summed up like this without the legalese, lying, making false or misleading statements or omitting material facts is at the heart of the bare bones charging document. And this is a tweet from William Rashbaum of the New York Times. He continued to say that such statements are essential to six of the eight charges. Wire fraud on lenders and customers, wire fraud, conspiracy on lenders and customers, securities fraud, conspiracy, and commodities fraud, conspiracy. And so those are the charges in the indictment against Sam Bankman Freed. And if you are not watching it right now, I was just had to peel myself away from it. It is the hearing by the Financial Services Committee talking to... John J. Ray III. It is absolutely riveting, just confirming a lot of things we know, but also a couple of things we didn't know. And we're going to be reporting on that probably tomorrow. Now, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. 
And the time is 11.07 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting up 4.5% in 24 hours. It's sitting at $17,800. Ethereum's at $1,326, up 6% in 24. Teller's number three in Binance is at 274, down 0.6%. It popped up with the rest of the crypto market. However, it is trending down. We're going to get into that a little bit. And USDC is number five. Running off the top 10, we have BUSD, XRP, Dogecoin, Cardano and Matic, which is at 93.3 cents, up 5.5%. Total market cap are sitting at 870.6 billion, a BTC dominance of 39.2 and an F dominance of 18.6, up 3.3% in 24. Moving into today's headlines, there's going to be no break in between this. This is just going to be telling you the story in the past 24 hours. I did not know where to put this first tidbit of news in. This came from the hearing at the Financial Services Committee that's happening right now. And Brad Sherman asked John J. Ray III, the current CEO of FTX, if he would disclose any disguised campaign contributions that were made by FTX, Sam Bankman-Friedor, Alameda Research, or FTX.us. Basically, he's wondering if money was given to a politician's, I guess, pet project or a company set up to or disguised as uh, either nonprofits or 5013C3s or C4s or bundlers or packs or what have you, will you let us know what was given and where that money went to? And I'm very curious about that. So hopefully we'll get some of that news in the future. But moving into the 24 hours news cycle story, Sam Bingman Fried said yesterday that he would not appear at the committee's hearing that was happening right now in Washington, D.C. because of the paparazzi effect. Total BS. The paparazzi effect is a term used to describe the tendency of people, especially celebrities, to to be constantly pursued and photographed by the media. And so he said he'll be calling into the event. And this is after a bizarre back and forth between Representative from California, Maxine Water, who is the chair of the Financial Services Committee. And it was first, I'm not going because I'm not prepared. She's like, y'all, you better go. He's like, okay, I'll come. And then he's like, nah, there's just too many paparazzi. I'm not going to go. I'll call in. And then he said he would also not attend the hearing scheduled with the Senate Banking Committee happening tomorrow. Well, obviously, somebody didn't like that because Sam Bankman-Fried was arrested in the Bahamas right after that statement. Sam Bankman-Fried previously was under supervision in the Bahamas since the collapse of FTX in November. A legal battle was happening between the Bahamian and American governments over who had jurisdiction in the case that was playing out in court. Well, he was arrested following a receipt of formal notification from the United States that had filed criminal charges against SBF and is likely to request his extradition. Listener, make-believer, emailed me, Hey Matthew, do you think that it's fishy at best that we haven't seen any photos of SBF NAB? Sam himself indicated just yesterday on his morning Twitter space appearance with Unusual Whales that the paparazzi were limiting his movements in the Bahamas. House arrest doesn't seem even close to justice. Thoughts? Looking forward to the subject being discussed or some pictures coming forth. Keep up the good work. Yes, I have no clue. I haven't heard anything myself how he's being held, if he's in jail, if it's under house arrest, what his house is. Obviously, I think they seized this property already in the Bahamas, that $35 million penthouse mansion. So I doubt it's anything lavish. It's probably comfortable. So, but I don't know. So continuing after the arrest of Sam Bankman fried U.S. Attorney's Office in Southern District of New York said and tweeted earlier this evening, Bahamian authorities arrested Sam Bankman fried at the request of the U.S. government based on sealed indictment filed by the Southern District of New York. We expect to move to unseal the indictment in the morning and we have more to say at that time. And as I read earlier in this segment, what the charges were. The SEC made this statement. The Securities and Exchange Commission today charged Samuel 
Bankman-Fried with orchestrating a scheme to defraud equity investors in FTX Trading LTD. It alleges that Sam Bankman-Fried violated anti-fraud provisions of both the Securities Exchange Act of 1933 and 1934. <laughs> Double whammy there. SEC Chair Gary Gillinger said, We allege that Sam Bankman-Fried built a house of cards on the foundation of deception while telling investors it was one of the safest buildings in crypto. The alleged fraud committed by Sam Bankman-Fried is a clarion call to crypto platforms that they need to come into compliance with our laws. In a side note, on my personal opinion, it seems as though that Gary Ginsler is moving really quick to cover his ass. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Crypto.co. Moving into today and the hearing that it was scheduled for 10 a.m., the Financial Services Committee hearing that was supposed to include Sam Bankman-Fried, the only person left on the docket was John J. Ray III. And he is famous for leading Enron through their bankruptcy proceedings. And so what did Mr. Ray III say about FTX's collapse? Well, he said that the company's collapse was caused by a very small group of grossly inexperienced and unsophisticated individuals. He had never seen such another failure of corporate controls. He continued to say, Although our investigation is ongoing, and detailed findings will have to await its conclusion, the FTX group's collapse appears to stem from the absolute concentration of control in the hands of a very small group of grossly inexperienced and unsophisticated individuals who failed to implement virtually any of the systems or controls that are necessary for a company that is entrusted with other people's money or assets. He continued that unacceptable practices which led to FTX's collapse included systems in place on the exchange that allowed senior people in the company to access customer assets, the co-mingling of assets, as well as Alameda Research's ability to use clients' crypto for its own trading investments. And in this hearing, he confirmed that they were using these crypto investments in client funds in leverage margin trades, crazy as hell, and that the commingling of assets was hosted on AWS, Amazon Web Services, and that was for FTX.com and FTX.us. So this whole time during this proceedings, I was wondering, okay, is somebody who's going to mention if FTX.com and FTX.us are going to be the same thing? So was he acting illegally outside of the U.S., but FTX.us was acting legally in the U.S.? And I was wondering if that's going to be an issue for pressing charges on him. And nobody really said that, no, FTX.us was being ran exactly the same way as FTX.com. But they did say that their funds were in the same spot in Amazon Web Services, which is, again, crazy. But if you think the DOJ is done and they're going to just, you know, not look at anybody else because they got the big fish. No, no, no. Prosecutors are considering filing criminal charges against Binance and individual executives, including CEO CZ Zhao. Prosecutors are divided on whether to move aggressively against the exchange or take time to review more evidence. And this is all reporting from Reuters. The potential charges against Binance relate to investigations launched in 2018 and focused on Binance's compliance with anti-money laundering laws and sanctions. Prosecutors at three justice departments are reportedly involved. Reuters said Binance defense attorneys have held meetings with DOJ officials, including potential plea deals, with Binance reportedly arguing that criminal prosecution would have negative effects on a crypto market already reeling from the aftershocks of Terra and FTX's collapse. Binance claimed that Reuters has it wrong again and that they don't have any insight into the inner workings of the DOJ, nor would it be appropriate for them to comment if they did. In a statement to Decrypt, a Binance spokesperson said that it has been reported widely regulators are doing a sweeping review of every crypto company against many of the same issues. 
This nascent industry has grown quickly and Binance has shown commitment to security and compliance through large investments in our team, as well as the tools and technology we use to detect and deter illicit activities. FYI, Binance withdrawals surge as concerns about the reserves spook traders. Binance endured $902 million of net outflows in the past 24 hours, and that's data according to Nansen. Now, just in reference, when there was a big run on FTX, they had around $5 billion in outflows. So a lot of people are calling this FUD, and they're saying that this is unwarranted. Binance is cool, they're safe, they have the monies, they have the reserves. But a lot of people are saying that their proof of reserves is total BS. And so what do I say? I say keep putting the pressure on. Keep withdrawing your funds from Binance. You can always put the funds back in, but you can't take funds out if they're insolvent. So if they say they have the funds, prove it. Put a run on them. Run the bank. Do $5 billion in 24, $10 billion in 24. And if everything's cool, CZ comes out and says, hey, I told you so. Now y'all going to play games or y'all going to trade some crypto? And everybody goes back into Binance and we're all good. But I don't know how many times we can see the same script of everything being all good until it's not and your funds are locked away. And in more exchange news, the crypto exchange Coinbase received 12,300 in total requests from law enforcement government agencies, with 5,304 of those requests coming from the United States. The United Kingdom has issued the second highest number of requests at 1,740, Germany third at 1,668, and Spain up around 940% from last year, and Belgium 400% from last year. Coinbase made this statement. We carefully review law enforcement and agency requests before providing data to ensure that we are honoring our customers' rights over their personal information. In the United States, 55.6% of all of these requests were federal requests, while 33.7% were state or local criminal cases. One thing I want to state is, let's read their statement again. We, Coinbase, carefully review law enforcement and agency requests before providing data to ensure that we are honoring our customers' rights over their personal information. One thing that I did not read or one thing that I can't see if they provided is the percent of times they gave law enforcement their requested data. Meaning, did they give law enforcement that data 10 out of 10 times? 9 out of 10? 6 out of 10? But I would bet it was 12,320 times out of the 12,320 times requested. What do you think? Finally, I have a theory that I want to share with you. Let me, let me know what you think of this as well. I think there's a worldwide crypto proxy war going on. Through crypto and certain companies, we are seeing countries vie to lock down their markets and their own stablecoins using cryptocurrency companies and their own stablecoins as tools as weapons with the sec the doj coming hot for ftx and binance i feel the main mastermind is coinbase and circle and they're trying to kill all external competition and bring the u.s crypto market under two companies they're gonna use coinbase to control crypto investment speculation trading maybe have the first etf the second to build a stablecoin that will ultimately turn into the United States' CBDC. Now, the U.S. will not just use a CBDC in name. They're not going to say, hey, here's our CBDC, our central bank digital currency, our digital dollar. But instead, they'll roll out Circle's USDC stablecoin through Coinbase, then the crypto space, and encourage more and more companies to use it and eventually becoming the CBDC of the U.S. And it will get there slowly but surely, and we won't even know that we're using the digital dollar until it's all USDC, our new CBDC controlled by Circle, brought to you by Coinbase. Now, obviously, this is a conspiracy theory I like to put on my tinfoil hat every so often, but 
What if that bill that is in Congress right now that was written by Sam Bankman-Fried, FTX, and probably had some input by Coinbase to basically kill DeFi, focused on centralized exchanges, kind of moves its way through Congress now. With FTX off the table, Coinbase is now the top dog in the United States. Still need a stable coin. They still want to have a digital currency. Could this just the stars aligning to help Coinbase and Circle just come to crypto dominance in the United States? Now again, tinfoil hat theories. I'm just asking the question, what do you think? Could we be onto something? Or is this totally out of the realm of possibility? Thank you for listening to this episode of The Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm super pumped today. What an exciting morning. But you know what I'll be more excited about? If you listen, not your keys, not your cheese. Don't worry about fudding. Don't worry about running on the banks. Make sure you control your crypto and your cash. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone. <laughs>